0: this is the for the culture podcast i'm your host luke diamond with my man jason spears jason's rocking the throwback for the culture logo as his background back in 2017 pagano was still the head coach ballard's first year we broke out that logo i remember creating it at broadcasting school and here we are now doing video and guys thank you for all the support and the kind words in the comments everybody's loving the new setup and we really appreciate that. We just want to keep getting better, keep grinding as the season goes along, and we'll try to add more bells and whistles as we go, and we're able to do things like this now. Thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Support for the For the Culture podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 6 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer at checkout use promo code culture c-o-l-t-u-r-e for 20% off and free shipping and handling this right here is a miracle worker it's called the weed whacker They're obviously known for their below-the-waist grooming, but they also do facial stuff. I see Jason's been using his Weed Whacker. The last couple of videos, he had some nose hairs. Not anymore, Jason, because you have this fancy little tool right here. You just use it right up the nostril, and it gets all the hair. We also have, where is it? Here we go. With the flashlight, boom. This is called the this is the weed whacker this one's called the lawnmower i'm not going to use this one on camera because you know obviously we can't do that and stay on youtube that would be an x-rated show luke <laughs> and uh ball deodorant also not going to use that one on camera ball toner the rest of the package i'm not going to use on camera but you guys get the gist this stuff is state of the art it's premium quality if you guys haven't already tried out their products Please go to manscape.com. Use promo code culture at checkout, and the box says it all. Your balls will thank you. Promo code culture at checkout. C O L T U R E. As we head into week two of the preseason, Colts Lions starting today in practice, possibly yesterday, depending on when we upload this podcast. But on Wednesday the Colts and the lions started their joint practices heading up to leading up to Saturday's week two preseason game. Unfortunately, not a lot of starters are going to play on Saturday. And also, unfortunately, as you always hear from these joint practices, a couple of the injuries, a couple of injuries to get to before we get into the game preview.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, uh talented rookie fifth round pick Alec Ogletree today, uh, severely it looks like injured his knee a non-contact injury um very very tough situation for him he was killing it in camp a uh, very talented kid they expected a lot of them I think the Colts are definitely gonna have to go out maybe sign a vet. I know a couple guys out there like Delaney Walker Trey Burton just guys that could come out and fill out the tight end room maybe a vet voice definitely not Eric Ebron though <laughs> but uh you know, those are just a couple of guys I thought off off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, it sucks for him. I feel for him and his family because he, I mean, he's really, really made an impact and impression on this the staff. He was the, th- I mean, he's he's coming from a small school. He he passed Jelani Woods in the depth chart, so Jelani Woods is gonna have to step up. Um, it's on, you know, it's on him now and and whoever they bring in. So very tough to see that happen. Um, he was playing really well. Uh, you know, and just a few other things from training camp that I saw. There were some, you know, some good skirmishes. They're, you know, they're getting after it. Pittman is a friggin' dog. Somebody threw him down on the ground, and him and Quentin Nelson went at him. A DB for I think it was Akuda, or maybe it was somebody else. But uh, they went at they went at the two guys. You don't go at on the Colts. You don't go at Pittman, and you don't go at at Quinn. That's ins- that's nuts. But uh, good to see the Colts showing some fight out there. They really dominated today. Uh, offensively, Alec Pierce was, I, I saw some highlights, he was killing the corners they were playing, he was playing against and and just really showing the, 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 the steps you want to see with a young receiver and making plays and learning from the issues he had in the Buffalo game and getting off press, whatever that may have been. He was outstanding today. Matt Ryan was outstanding today. And that's what you want to see. You want to see incremental improvement from your team, whether it's in practice, in games, it matters. It all matters. You're building towards that week one game and then you're building for 17 weeks. So uh, I think all in all, a positive day on the field outside of the injury. That sucks. But, you know, that's part of the game. It's part of the business. Uh, Prayers out to Alec Ogletree. Hopefully it's not as serious as as it looked. Uh, But uh, Frank Reich said it didn't look good. And that's never good when Frank Reich sounds negative because he's an uber positive guy. So uh, but as far as the game goes this weekend, Luke, I I don't think we're see a lot of starters but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think we're going to see, you know, a lot of young players get, uh, you know, some reps and and a lot of young guys really showed out in the, in the Buffalo game that I forgot to mention Uh, Wesley French uh, undrafted free agent center really did a hell of a job. Will fries played well and Curtis Brooks played well. And I did not mention those guys previously on the last show. when We wrapped up the uh, Buffalo game, wanted to give those guys a shout. They played extremely well. I want to see them build on that, and I think that's important. So it's good to see – we'll see a lot of young guys out there. And they're the back end of this roster is going to have you undrafted free agents on it, and you want to see them get reps. So I'm not too caught up in whether they play this week or, you know, whatever. I'm more worried about what are the – is there a dress rehearsal at next week against Tampa, I mean a legit Tampa team, or are they just going to rest everybody? I don't know yet. I haven't heard – but as far as this week goes, I think it's good work they're getting with the Lions. I think the Lions are going to be an improved team. Uh, I think they're very well coached. They play physical. I think that's going to be a good matchup for the Colts. They had some trouble today with uh, the interior pass rush. Penner specifically uh, with, with uh, the Detroit's uh, D-line. McNeil had a real uh, real good game, a day against uh, Penner, so he's got to get better. Playing against good players will make you better, and, and, and so – Uh, Rough day for Penner, but he's got to bounce back and play well this week and and, and along with the rest of the offensive line.
0: Yeah, personally, I think I'd rather have the dress rehearsal week two of the preseason and then go into week three and kind of give the starters that week off. Plus, you get that week one to week two cohesiveness instead of having a poor performance week one, then taking a week off or playing in practice against another team and getting those reps in. Then playing and then playing right into going into a season where we don't have a bye until later in the year. So I'm not like a huge fan of how it stacks up, but it is what it is. When the starters are back out there, whether it's against Tampa or we don't see them until week one, they have to be better the next time we see them. No excuse These reps in practice will help with that, like you said, Jason. We've had a good day of practice today on Wednesday, so hopefully that translates to the next time. We see the starters out there. And then to the young guys that played well the last time that we didn't get to in the game recap on Saturday, let me just say this week, we won't be distracted by poor play from the starters where we neglect guys that had big games last week that we completely forgot to talk about, or just didn't really care about talking about because going into the game, we thought we were going to talk about the young guys, but then honestly, my mindset was really consumed by the starters right specifically offense because the defense was fine we had a couple comments that the defense wasn't good they had like six takeaways in the game they had like four takeaways the I mean, they were in like five drives so
1: right they they weren't perfect Luke no no nah. quite but I mean this is their first game playing a different defense without Darius Leonard and uh, of course uh, you take it with a grain of salt it's against the second team yeah, they weren't episode. perfect but as a baseline, you go out force five turnovers. I mean, uh, another guy, a couple guys I want to mention that I thought really, I think have a ch- have a real chance to be impact guys on this team. Uh, Curtis Brooks uh, and Nick Cross. Both of those guys I loved coming out. I love I think Curtis Brooks is the steal of the draft. He's a defensive tackle. He was number one in pressure percentage in, in all of the NCA last year. From Cincinnati, he's an absolute dog. You got him backing up, you know Grove and, and also Buck. I mean, so we're gonna see these young guys. And Nick Cross is just a special talent. I'm not sure how much we're gonna see of him, but he's gonna be. I mean, him and Blackman. There, there is not gonna be anyone that can get over the top on those two guys. They're both four three guys. They have instincts. They hit hard as a truck. Uh, I'm, a, I'm pumped about this secondary. Gilmore can lock down one side of the field. So you can do a lot of that. Floose never had that lockdown outside corner. He had Kenny in the, in the slot who was great, but you need that, you need that outside guy who could lock it down and you could, then you can roll your coverage. You can do a lot of different things. Um, You can, you can play cross against the, you know, know, the tight end, whatever. There's so many things I think this defense can do. I think it's I think Bradley is going to take what Floose did uh, and build on it. And that's what he should do because fluce never had the amount of talent that Gus Bradley's got now. I mean, Gilmore is an All Pro player when he's on. Um, you had Nick Cross, who's a special player. Brooks is going to be good. Dios in his second year. Quiddy's in his second year. Um, and then you add Ngakwe. So uh, I think they're going to build on that. I'm pumped. This I I love watching the young guys, man. I I I you know I agree with you. The the starters left a lot to be desired offensively. But I'm really excited about guys like Dallas Flowers, a cornerback out of Pittsburgh State, who I talked about when I talked about undrafted free agents that could make this squad. He was a guy that I liked because he gives you a a, a raw corner, but he's big, he's physical, long, just rangy, just like Ballard likes. But he was also a great kickoff returner and punt returner at Pittsburgh State. Now, will that translate to the NFL? I don't know. Isaiah Roberts, excuse me, Isaiah Rogers played at UMass it translated pretty well. I don't know if we're going to see Isaiah returning this year because he's so important to our defense. He he and uh Faison are going to be a great outside combination depending on what we're playing and who we're playing. Um so I think Flowers has a good chance to make the back end of this roster. So I'm excited to see guys like that because there's upside. The upside is what really gets you going and I thought Flowers had a uh he you know it was a mixed bag, but come from Pittsburgh State, he made a big play on a two-point conversion. Um, and I, I just think you, you see flashes like that and you're like, damn. And, and, and one other guy I wanted to mention, Luke, we got we got strong back this week. And I watched him in some of the practice clips. He looks ready. I mean, his body is, I mean, it, it's next world, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, I mean, he was doing great in practice. I saw Reggie hitting him with the pads. And he was just, I mean, he was just side swiping that shit and just, you know, catching stuff over the middle. He looks ready. I want to see I want to see him step up because out of all the receivers, Luke, to me, he has the most upside, the physical nature of the way he can play the size, the speed, the combination. If he puts it together, I mean, he, he's got it all. So I'm excited to see him. He'll be back. I think he'll play. Obviously it's going to be probably Nick Foles and Sam Ellinger, but it doesn't matter to me. I want to see him play, go back, watch the all 22 and see how he does because you don't always get You don't always get the full picture watching the broadcast or clips. You really need to see that all 22 because there's a lot of times guys win at the line of scrimmage, but they don't get the ball. So uh, really interested to see Strawn back. Again, I like him more than Patman. I think he's got a higher upside than Doolin. He's just got to put it together. Last year he had to learn the playbook. Frank likes all of his receivers to know all the positions, slot outside, and you have to know the playbook. And you have to know the route tree and you have to be able to run the route tree precisely, or he's not going to play you. And then he got one opportunity to play in the first game against Seattle. And I thought he did fine for a first game. He had had two catches for 34 yards, but we didn't hear from him after that. So uh, really pumped to see him. A lot of positive things going on with the Colts. And uh, unfortunately the Ogletree thing is a little bit of a dark cloud, but hopefully no more injuries. And we'll see young guys show out this week and they can build on that performance from last week, especially Offensively, guys like Jelani Woods, um, and, and the offensive line just needs to play better, and the receivers need to play better,
0: absolutely. And guys, also, before we get into what we're going to watch in the game preview, we have a little promo going on for the cold chair. We are approaching 6,000 subscribers, I think we're at 5,830 something. And when yeah. we hit 6000 we will give away a Quinn Nelson Quentin Nelson excuse me number 56 jersey it's a throwback Jason would you mind holding it up for the fans at home show the tags, Still got the tags. It's new it's never been worn got the nike tags. nike swooshes
1: the And I just, Luke, I just want to backgrounds say that
0: giving us some problems it's stitched right Jason
1: what Get yeah, stitched,
0: yeah. It's we a, it's don't a really do that. Nice we story. don't do that screen printing. No, fake. And I just want—I want I wanted to say
1: this. I want to say this to the fans. Um, we really appreciate all of you. We're trying 100%. to build this thing. We've never done the giveaway thing, but I'm just going to go through a couple things I have that we're going to give away as we build. I've got an Edger and James book that's signed by Edger and James. I've got an Edger and James University of Miami throwback jersey that's never been worn. I've got a Bob Sanders autographed jersey from the Super Bowl. I've got a Joseph Adai jersey from the Super Bowl. I've got uh, another Bob Sanders away jersey. I've got an Andrew Locke autographed uh, mini helmet. I've got so much stuff, and it's, it's not crap. It's, it's legit stitched up. It's legit, um, and I, I'm willing to, to part with it. I want to build this, this thing, and, and you guys have supported us for six years, and uh, we're just trying to build this and, and, and do the right thing and get better. I mean, it's year six. It's like football. You're trying to get better. It doesn't matter what year you're in. You could be in your 10th year. You always want to get better. Well, we're in year six. We're trying to get better and we want to add things. You've added a video. We're probably going to do some YouTube live streams yep, for you guys. Q and A's, all that stuff. We want to be better. And this is a step up for us. And we're, we're going to try to, you know, add some 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 sweeteners. You know what I mean? Some giveaways. We've never done that. And I want to do that for you guys. I, I, I don't have. Uh, I have a ton of, you know, a ton of stuff and, and I don't really, you know, I've never really worn any of it. It's more like, you know, memorabilia to me and I'm happy to give it away to, you know, to the fans that, that really want it. So, uh, we, we appreciate your support, the guys that have been here when we get to that 6,000 mark. Okay. We will pick one of you subscribers just randomly and mm-hmm. uh and you'll get in and, and i'll send it to you, you give yeah us when a, we
0: hit 6k whatever week that is this season during the game recap game preview there'll be an option a question for a subscriber if you leave a comment and leave a like right. we will select randomly one of our many thousands of great subscribers we will pick one and we'll send the jersey and then when we hit 7k 8k 9k yeah. 10k Every the every promotions time and the giveaways will continue. Absolutely. So, guys, we appreciate your support and we're excited heading into 2022. We're gonna keep it broad with the what to watch this week because last week everything basically just clumped up and it was like, Well, we're gonna watch the young guys at this position, the young guys right. at this position, you know, and it was just the same thing over and over and over. So we'll start off offense, Jason. What specifically are you watching? Which young player are you watching offensively when it comes to week two of the preseason? There's a
1: couple. Um, Left tackle Bernard Ryman is a guy. He's got a. I think he's he's had he had ups and downs in the Bills game. Um, He's had some struggles in in training camp, but I really like his upside. I think he's a guy you got to watch at left tackle. Um, I just want to see the O line play better. The backup guys. Fries was really good. Uh, french was good i just want to see what we're doing with the depth there they need to play better um those honestly the two best linemen last week i thought were french and fries which is hilarious french fries like a, you know chuck would have a field day with that Luke. <laughs> he's like french and fries fr- fries and french like the, the frank and back thing
0: listen. hey hey ryan can you get me a guy named toast toast guys <laughs> french toast
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at, uh, at at the backup line, specifically Ryman, um, Devante price, a guy loved out of Florida international is a guy I just think needs more carries number 27 in, in the, in the playbook or not in the playbook in the, in the book or whatever they list numbers in. He had one carry for 10 yards. I want to see him get more carries. I think he's a legit player. Mm -hmm. Uh, he just needs a, a chance. Hopefully they'll keep Lindsay out of this game and they'll let, Deion Jackson, Devontae Price, CJ Verdell, all those guys battle it out for running back four, um, because I think Lindsay's going to make the team and they just let that happen. And so I'm looking at that offensively uh, and, you know, the receivers, I want to see Pierce play better. I don't know how much he's going to play, but I want to see Patman do more. The Doolin's got to play better again. I don't know which one of these guys or who they consider starters, whatever, but those receivers got to play better. um, And, you know, that's, that's, those are the things I'm looking at. Um, I'm not expecting too much Nick Foles. I think we're going to see a lot of Sam. See Sam, I love to see Sam build on uh, what he did last week. Who knows, man, if Sam keeps playing like this, you'd never know. I mean, I think they keep Foles because they signed him to a two-year deal, I think, but you never know, man, if he keeps playing. I mean, 11 out of 12, he played, he balled out, man. He played great. And so, Uh, Just want to see them build on the performance last week. Obviously, I said last week a million times, that's your baseline performance. I don't care who plays this week. They have to play better.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And real quick on the game recap from last week, we had a couple people commenting. A couple guys asked me, they were like, I wouldn't be too worried. It was the same thing with Rivers and everything like that. Guys, uh, my concerns from week one of the preseason were not about the season. It was about week one. We were very specific that week one has been a thorn in our side in recent years. Well, going on a decade, a decade plus at this point, but we haven't won since 2013. That Rivers year, the comparisons, I think, are good. They're fine. Receiver was a weak position at that time. It's a weak position right now. You had an older vet, like borderline Hall of Fame caliber guy coming over in Rivers. Same thing in Matt Ryan. They're in their late 30s. They're good leaders. They're smart guys. So there's a lot of similarities. But what kept us from winning the division? You could probably point at a few things two years ago. But I would say the number one thing was the one in 15 Jacksonville Jaguars beating one in one team only in us week one. They beat us week one. How I many did they win last year? Two? The Jaguars last year? Yeah. yeah, two or three, probably. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's disgusting. Yeah, and, and they beat us again last year. And last I mean, year, of killed course, us they beat us the league. final week, so it's a little bit different. But we still, we lost week one. We, well, we did play the Super Bowl champs week one last year, so it's a little bit different. But still, right. like every year, we come out slow. It doesn't matter who we're playing, we come out slow. So... I'm specifically talking about using these joint practices, using preseason games, using practice, using any time together over the summer. Even if it's guys meeting up at a high school and running routes on a turf field together, anything and everything is about week one at this point. Nothing was overreacting about a season projection. I'm not going to take a one. I'm not going to take week one of the preseason and say this team's not making the playoffs because X, Y, and Z with this team, you know, with a different team, it might be a different story. But with this team, obviously, I believe this is a playoff team, but I want to win week one and I want to get off to a good start. And I want to have a cushion. At one point I would like to be up a game or two on the Titans. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be playing from behind. We're always chasing we're always ch- – it's getting old. I'm tired of chasing. And we play um, the Titans twice early in the year. Again. So it's not just about week one, but it's also right. kind of about the first month, first two months. You don't want to get off to a slow start. You don't want to start 0-2 or 0-3 and climb out of a hole. You want to be 3-0, and 4-0. Everybody's talking about, oh, the Peyton Manning era. We got we never played well in the preseason, the Peyton Manning era. Yeah, but we started off 8-0 and every year. Yeah.
1: So I it mean, didn't matter.
0: It, it, Peyton was pain. Dude, you can't compare – the consistency and the cohesiveness of those teams. It was well, no, Manning, it, Reggie it, it, and Marvin. Like every year you had the two best receivers, basically in the division, two of the best in the conference, two of the best in the league, one of the best of all time. And Marvin and another probably hall of famer, Reggie Wayne, like you had so much talent and it was guys who were together, Manning and Marvin were together from, 98. 98 all the way up until 2008. You have a decade with yeah. your right hand man, those offensive lines were together year in and year out. Manning was Luke. basically the offensive coordinator and the coach. We've gone through a couple of offensive coordinators right. under right, you just can't compare the two. Those teams didn't need the preseason, they were and ready they- week one every year. And every year, except the only year I really remember Manning losing the first week, was I remember we lost to the Bears the year Lucas Oil opened. Yeah, Peyton uh, other was than that, we pretty much injured. one Week One every year. We dominated the division for the better part of a decade. You can't compare those teams to this team, and I'm not right. saying everybody's doing that, but I saw quite a few people saying, "Oh, but Peyton Manning, oh, uh, we haven't won Week One since 2013. Why are you bringing up Peyton Manning?" Well, let me let
1: me talk. Let me just mention a couple of things. First of all, in 2008, I was at that game, and Peyton was hurt. He was playing. He got his knee injured in the third, I think, against Minnesota. He, did, he was not himself until week five. And then we ran off – I think we ran off eight straight wins and went, ended up 12-4. and four. Um, Obviously, we, we went on the road and lost to an 8-8 eight and eight Charger team, but I've, it wouldn't – I mean, we always lose to the Chargers. But And then in 2010, we lost to the Texans. It was not a great performance. But one thing I want to say, the difference is these teams the last two or three or whatever amount of years have lost to horrendous teams – Named one horrendous team that Peyton and that team, that, that, that era lost to, a 1-15. in 15. Those Jags teams that we played, everybody mentions the 44-17 when they ran for 900 yards. That team was decent. It wasn't a 1-15 team. They and then we turned around and 15. won a Super Bowl anyway. So Right, right. And so, listen, you can't compare them. We got absolutely shit housed in Jacksonville last year, and it was embarrassing. That game was not even close. That is unacceptable. Changes had to be made, and they were. I told you guys after the season, Ursay was gonna make changes. And everybody's like, no, it's gonna be the Ballard's not gonna pay. He's not gonna do he signed Stefan Gilmore, he brought in Matt Ryan, he traded for Yannick Agakwe, he got Nick Cross, he got Alec Pierce. So changes were made. Now, the, the thing is that doesn't guarantee you anything. They have to go out, and there is no excuse with this defense. I don't care how bad the offense is the first two weeks. This defense is good enough to dominate the first two games, and and, and the offense just has to show up. So – Hey, Jason. I, Luke, I wanted, to want you, I wanted have to
0: mention had, one have, other th- – Go ahead. Have we had Gus Bradley on the podcast yet? No. Oh, because it just sounds like we're saying similar things to last year, but everybody said that we sucked off loose –
1: Oh, and yeah. we sucked
0: off the defense because this... we had flukes on the podcast a couple of times. So it's almost it's like the identity of this team hasn't changed. If anything, they've kind of doubled down on right. what they've been the last couple of years, but I expect the offense to be a lot better this year. And of course we're talking about one preseason game from last week, but I expect the offense to be a lot better because the upgrade of quarterback is going to be massive. I don't care what everybody says. It's going to be a huge upgrade from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, but the pay Manning era comparisons don't make any sense. Plus you had one quarterback who was here for 13 years. And the he's also the greatest quarterback. The last five years. Played. We've had five different quarterbacks. The last six years. If you go back to Scott Tolzien starting one game in 2017, <laughs> every it's year we've run idea. the podcast, Jason, we've had a different week one quarterback. That's Jesus. Is it our fault, Luke? <laughs> Yo, it might be our fault. It might be. Um,
1: yeah, Scotty Montana, that was a disaster. Yeah. But um,
0: but we made our point, Jason. We made our point. Let's move on uh, real quick to the defense. Yeah. Who are you looking at on this defense? No starters this week. So I thought every unit of the defense up until the very end of the game last week looked pretty good. So those second-teamer guys who played good last week will be starting. The third-team guys who kind of blew that lead at the end, they'll be getting a little bit more playing time as well as they battle to make this roster.
1: Yeah, I'll go through all three levels. At defensive line, I'm looking at Dio to build. Dio was really good last week. I thought he was really, really good. Um, I'm looking at Dio to build on what he did. Um, I want to see more out of Banigou. Um, Obviously, at the end of the day with him, he's just got to get opportunity, and he's got to make the most of it. And stop making excuses, you know, fluce this, fluce that. I want to see him put up or shut up this year. But for me, Curtis Brooks... Dallas Flowers, those are the two guys I really want to watch uh, and see who separates themselves uh, from the rest of the pack. I I like our young players. Um, I want to see more Flowers. Brooks, uh, I really think, has a chance to be special. Um, He's got everything you want, so I love watching him. RJ McIntosh. I mean, the backup – I want to see who separates themselves in the backup DT, the backup defensive tackle uh, situation because you've got – Coward that we got from New England, who started a ton of games for them. Uh, And you've got R.J. McIntosh, who has some experience. And you've got Curtis Brooks. I think Curtis Brooks makes the team. I don't think there's any question about that. But I I, I really want to see Coward play some more and see how he fits into this defense. Uh, He played for Belichick. So, I I mean, he's – I'm sure he – I've seen some of him. I haven't watched a ton of them, but I want to see more of them. Uh, and I just want to see the guys that get out there play better. Jojo Doman, Sterling Weatherford, guys that – more guys that I mentioned as UDFAs that I thought had a chance to make this team. I think – I, I thought Sterling Weatherford would have the the upper hand, but Jojo Doman's outplayed him. And so, um, you know, I really want to see those backup linebackers, see how they play. Uh, you know, I mentioned the corners, Flowers, Tony Brown, the kid out of Alabama. He's, in, I think, a year six, really fast, uh, played gunner on special teams this past week want to see who the back-end corners are going to be. Marvell Tell's got to show something. I mean, he hasn't really shown anything. He's been burnt in camp, had a rough game against Buffalo. Uh, the back-end of the, the secondary, man, we've got to fill out, and it's got to be quality depth.
0: Yep. No, absolutely. And that pretty much wraps it up. We're going into week two of the preseason. One more of these after this against the Bucs, who we couldn't remember who we played in the third game. <laughs> That's how important it is. Last game recap but there you go we have the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady stepped away for personal reasons so I don't know if he'll be back I highly doubt he plays I don't know maybe it is back already I don't know I just heard that a couple days ago guys manscaped 20% off plus free shipping and handling at manscaped.com promo code culture at checkout even if you have a blackout and you don't have electricity you can still do it because it's got a little Handy-dandy flashlight right there, right there near the razor head. And then, of course, the weed whacker, the bold deodorant, the bowl toner. I can't get enough of my Manscaped products. I know Jason can't either. Luke, I'm surprised he's stuck I... around this long. Jason can't wait to log off this Zoom call and run to the bathroom and start using his Manscaped. So, <laughs> Luke, the crazy thing is this the, the product is perfect for somebody like me
1: and the guys out there like me because I'm basically a baby gorilla. I have hair everywhere. <laughs> I could they, they could put me in the zoo. So if you're like me and you're just hairy everywhere, you got to get this product. It's a it's a lifesaver. You want to groom for your girl like I don't ever want to be around my girl and, and her to be like, "Damn, you're really hairy. You're a gorilla." Like so I try to keep yeah. it trimmed and I try to keep it looking good. So for for any guys out there like me, this is it's something true. that
0: you need to really get. That that's oh, my that's my this. two
1: that's my two cents, buddy.
0: I didn't even know the box had a secret lower compartment. It was like a little secret compartment. It reminds me of that episode of Spongebob when he pulls the string and the box has like another little secret oh, yeah. compartment. A carrying case. So I could put all my wonderful manscaped products in a carrying case and another pair of their performance underwear. This underwear. Is magical. It is so smooth. Are you gonna they model don't even Luke? tell us to promote the underwear, but the boxer briefs, guys. If you don't wear these boxer briefs, you are missing out. They're airy. They're smooth. They're amazing. You Luke. definitely get this twenty percent off. Man, you got to model them. Promo code culture. You gotta,
1: well, you got to get the subs up. You got to model them on the show.
0: No, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do I'm it. Just Jason. <laughs> Just first playing, off man. it would only we would only lose subscribers because we have a 100 percent male to female Oh yeah very
1: good 100
0: percent male to female i don't know where my phone went it, it's unbelievable girls let me see if i can find it real quick because i took a screenshot Yesterday it's got
1: to it's got to be like 98
0: to 2 or something. I took a <laughs> screenshot and I sent it to my girlfriend. I said, "Look how loyal I am. I don't even let other women watch my podcast." <laughs> That's a good line I'm up to use that one. And then she said to me, she was like, "Wait, how do you do that?" She thought I was blocking women from watching the podcast. I was like, oh. no, "No, no, no. They just have no interest. The girls just don't want to watch the For the Culture podcast." But we want women to watch. So of course we... we do. Here it is right here. I don't know if yeah. you can see that. Oh my god, dude! Zero percent male, female to male, one hundred percent to zero percent. Chicks do not dig the For the Culture podcast.
1: Well, ladies, if you see this, we love you. Please subscribe. We love Colt fans. Women, men, doesn't matter. Subscribe. We 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 appreciate all of you. Hopefully, that'll change. Uh, that's a very interesting uh, a
0: lopsided number, Jason. I think it really is. It I really think is. I so would, Hopefully that'll change. Yeah, I think it will. I think. And it doesn't mean we don't have women. It just doesn't mean it means women don't watch enough to register a percent on the YouTube right. analytics. But guys, right. <laughs> guys, we appreciate guys and girls or guys and girl. We appreciate. Your support on the For the Culture podcast. Enjoy week two of the preseason as much as you could possibly enjoy a preseason game, and we'll be back Saturday night into Sunday morning. Wait, I'm at my girlfriend's house right now. How cute is this dog? Oh, look! Subscribe for the dog, man. This will drive <laughs> up the female uh, views. You gotta so cute. He's on the podcast, but so not. Nah, her name is Nala, after Nala from the Lion King. But guys. We appreciate your support. 6K, we are, we see it on the horizon. That Quentin Nelson jersey will go to one of our wonderful subscribers. So, guys, keep it locked. Sunday morning, game recap, Colts-Lions preseason week two, right here on the For the Culture podcast.